message, we're going to be talking about limits and privileges of kingdom authority. Limits and privileges. You know, a lot of times uh, people like to, they like new things. You know, uh, they, they, they like shiny toys. Uh, some people like powerful automobiles. And if I would begin to name some brands of some powerful automobiles and what have you, but you know when you first get something, uh, it's shiny and bright and powerful and uh, can do what you want it to do. Uh, it's always important to understand what the limits are. You don't want to just know where the accelerator is and how to go without knowing where the brake is and, when you, and how to slow down and stop. And when it comes to the subject of kingdom authority, uh, there has been a lot of misinformation that has been put out concerning kingdom authority. And because of misinformation, uh, people's expectations were uh, unrealistic. And there are times when, uh, you know, what they heard uh, by the preacher on TV and what he said happened, and, and, and some of them deliberately uh, fabricated lies in order to uh, increase the crowd and the support and all of that, uh, knowing well, very well, that they were lying and exaggerating. And people believed them. And thought, well, God did it for them that way. God will do it for us that way. And end up being disappointed. So we want to talk about the limits and the privileges of kingdom authority. And uh, I'll say, I believe that this is a very important message. Uh, again, when you deal with the technology, I put together uh, a uh, PowerPoint presentation. I had all my notes in it. And I've got it to project to you on the screen, but when I try to open it up on my tablet, all my notes are gone. And uh, that's the first time that's ever happened. But uh, thank God that there is a ram in the bush. So uh, I'll have to kind of turn back a little bit, but kingdom authority is not the key to Fort Knox. And the fountain of youth rolled together. You, you all know what Fort Knox is, don't you? Amen. It's one of the treasuries of the United States government. That's where they keep the gold bullion or the gold bars that uh, uh, back up the currency of the United States of America. And, uh, well, you know, there has been uh, some misinformation about kingdom authority. And the way that they make it sound, the way some people make it sound, it sounds like that if we walk in kingdom authority, you know, we'll be supermen and superwomen on the earth. Uh, but, amen, we need, to get a, we need to get a realistic understanding. Uh, it is not the gospel of cash and fantasy cars, yachts, and vacation homes as promised by word of faith preachers on television. Now, can we with kingdom authority speak our way to prosperity and great riches? If you would listen to uh, their messages uh, on the television, you would 
think it to be so. Amen. But uh, what, what does the scripture really say about the limits? Can we with kingdom authority speak our way to prosperity and great riches? Can we curse cancers and cause it to wither away? Can we at our own will defy and subdue wild animals? These are the questions that we must fully comprehend the limits and the privileges of kingdom authority. And so we're going to delve into that. We're going to examine what does the scripture say. And I believe that uh, with the proper understanding, it will position us uh, to take our rightful place and to operate uh, not only, uh, uh, to, to, but, but to operate in greater authority in the world. So let's begin. We want to talk about spiritual authority. Say that with me. Spiritual authority. Spiritual authority. When we talk about kingdom authority, we're talking about spiritual authority. And, and, and when we talk about uh, spiritual authority, kingdom authority is a glorious truth not to be refused, confused, or abused. In, in other words, we need to understand and get the proper understanding of, of, of what it is and how to operate in kingdom authority and uh, not be confused and not abuse it. Man, there's some well-meaning people uh, in the body of Christ who believe that uh, just because you say it eliminates all pain and suffering. But I hate to disappoint you. Uh, just because you're saved is not going to eliminate all pain, suffering, uh, and sorrow, whether you're saved or not. Amen. And... Uh, the truth of spiritual authority has been distorted and often discarded uh, with the teaching that's called, and, 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 and another name for some of the teaching uh, and the misuse of it is called dominion theology. Dominion theology. And, uh, you know, if you would listen to some and, 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 and be persuaded by some, and, 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 and the reason that they distort it reason that they distort it is because uh, it draws greater crowds to them. And, 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 and people will support them so that they can buy the yachts and the planes and the mansions and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, we need to get an understanding. So we're talking about uh, spiritual authority. Amen. And, and, and spiritual authority Kingdom authority is a powerful responsibility given to us by God himself when we became the children of God. I want to say that again. Kingdom authority is a powerful responsibility given to us by God himself when we became his children. Let's back it up with the scripture. In Genesis 1 and 28, New King James Version, it said, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, 
and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So originally, uh, uh, our forefathers, Adam and Eve, uh, in, 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 in the original creation, in the Garden of Eden, when God, when God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, he gave them dominion and authority over a, the physical world, over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, amen, over every living thing. When we look at Psalms, the 8th chapter, beginning at the 6th verse, the, the, the scripture tells us there, amen, as the psalmist was looking back uh, 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 in, in terms of the authority, he said, you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, that pass through the paths of the sea. So uh, it is without question that Adam and Eve operated with an authority delegated by God, but they had authority over the animal's kingdom. They had authority uh, uh, over the natural world that they lived in and operated in, and, 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 and uh, they were powerful beings. Made in the image of God. Beings that had the ability uh, 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 to, to, to commune and fellowship with God in the cool of the day. Y'all with me? Before sin cursed the natural world, man had authority over all created things. Talking about spiritual authority. Hallelujah. But that authority was lost when uh, Adam and Eve rebelled against God. And when God cast them out of the garden of Eden, as recorded in Genesis 3, uh, verses 23 through uh, 24, that authority was lost. In uh, Genesis 3 and 23, it says, Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden, to till the ground from which he, he was taken. So he drove out the man and placed the cherubim. The cherubim is a class of angel. Uh, very, uh, uh, when you get a description of a cherubim, uh, it's not that you know, angel that you're used to with you know, two wings and, 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 and flowing hair and a smile. Cherubim is a warrior angel and uh, fierce looking. And it says that he placed the cherubim in the east of the Garden of Eden with the flaming sword, which turned every way to guard the way of the tree of life. So when Adam and Eve rebelled against God and yielded to Satan, the, un, the, 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 the almost unlimited authority that they had was lost. They lost it. And thank God that uh, Jesus Christ coming and, and, and uh, being uh, not the second Adam, but the last Adam, the representative man, uh, Jesus came 
and pass the test that Adam and Eve failed, amen, in, in being completely yielded to God. And so today, as Christians, uh, we have been given back a portion. Say that with me, a portion. We've been given back a portion of that spiritual authority that initially Adam and Eve operated in. Amen. And, and that portion that we have, that's important for us to get an understanding of, is, amen, we don't have almost unlimited spiritual authority. But the portion of spiritual authority that we operate in is we've been given spiritual authority over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Amen. I want you to say that with me. We have, we have authority, authority, spiritual authority, spiritual over, over the world, the, world, the, flesh, the flesh, and the devil. I talked about that a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, the Bible talks about how that, uh, and when I say world, I'm not talking about the flowers and the trees and the birds and the bees. That, that, that's not the world I'm talking about. That, 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 that's the physical, natural world. The world I'm talking about is a system. It is an ungodly system that is powered by Satan, and it is contrary to God and the people of God, and, 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 and it's pervasive. It's a world system. World system. Uh, and, 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 and so when we talk about the world, that we have spiritual authority over that system, that system is geared to destroy us Amen. And, and alienate us from God. Amen. But we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. And, and if we will operate in the authority that God has given us, that world system is not supposed to crush us. You all listening to me? So, so our spiritual authority is over the world, the flesh. Now, when we talk about the flesh, what we're we talking about there? Well, the works of the flesh are manifest. You remember I talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the stuff we do that we blame on the devil, it's not the devil. It's not the devil all the time. Amen. Some of us are just honest. Some of us are just mean. Amen. The, the, the devil don't even have to send an assignment, amen, for some of us to be mean. We wake up mean. Told a story about the little boy who uh, kicked his sister, pushed her down, spit on her. And his mother was saying to him, the de I'm so tired of the devil uh, uh, using you and the devil doing this. With, and, and, and you should be ashamed of letting it. And the little boy told his mom, he said, yeah, the devil made me push her down. And the devil made me kick her. But he said, I spit on her myself. <laughs> we can't blame everything on the devil. The, the, the scripture tells us, uh, tells us that in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Yeah. The, 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 there's some messed up stuff that some of us actually like. Yeah. We like it. We've got, a, got a, a propensity, a bent toward certain things. Uh, not messing with anybody out here, I hope, but 
Uh, I've heard of some people, you, you, you know, there's people that like messed up stuff. Yeah. You ever heard of somebody that they, 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 they like eating clay dirt? I hope we don't have anybody here that do that. <laughs> but have, have you ever heard of, or you know anybody, that they have an appetite and a love to eat clay dirt? There's some people that like messed up stuff. I and, 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 and another one, I know some people that they have an appetite and, and they like to eat starch. Anybody know somebody like that? Not healthy. And, and, and when I say starch, I'm not talking about you know bread and, 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 and uh, rolls. And that. That's not the starch I'm talking about. I'm talking about that. Does anybody use starch anymore? You remember the old time starch that would come in the box where you'd mix it in the water and you soak your clothes in it and you get them and then you iron and, and, and you know, we used to the can spray starch. Now, I don't know if anybody eat that. But I know some people that like eating box starch. We, we, we got, some of us, we got some messed up appetites. And, 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 uh, we have, as believers, spiritual authority over the world, the flesh. The flesh. Yes. In other words, as believers, uh, some of the, 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 the can't help me, and, and I can't help it, and, and, and some of the stuff that had us bound when we were in sin and, and, and walking according uh, to our fleshly mind, we have spiritual authority if we will exercise it yeah. over the appetites of the flesh. Yeah. God has given us that authority. Now, so, so we're talking spiritual authority. That spiritual authority is over the world, the flesh, and then also the devil. We don't have to be afraid of the devil and his demons. Amen. Amen. We don't have to be afraid. And, and uh, uh, we haven't had to uh, uh, operate in it lately. Uh, but there have been times, and some of you that have been members of this church long enough uh, remember that there were times where we've had to deal with demon-possessed people. And, and uh, you know, and, and they'll come like, you know, they're a roaring lion and so forth and so on. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Amen. But as a spirit-filled believer, we have authority over demons. Yeah, yeah. Jesus said, I gave you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and, 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 and uh, no deadly thing is going to hurt you. So we've been given spiritual, not, not physical. I'm not going to get into a physical altercation with somebody full of the devil and think I'm going to beat the devil out of them. Sometimes we think that that's what folk need is a good woman. But, but, but our fight, our battle is not spiritual. The weapons of our warfare are not spiritual, but, amen, uh, uh, not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yeah. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every law captive to the obedience of Christ. Our spiritual authority is limited in this juncture, in this season. So we don't have unlimited, we have a limited spiritual authority. And that spiritual authority is over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Yeah. We don't have 
spiritual authority over the physical world. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about something that I wholeheartedly believe. Uh, and, you know, I can be proven wrong. But, uh, you know, sometimes you hear some of these preachers and they make you think, you got authority over everything. Or oh, I can, you know, just name it and claim it. And I can say this and say that. And I can say, you know, and when I say it, it's going to happen. Anybody ever got stung by a bee? Anybody got stung? I've never been, to my knowledge, I've never been stung by a bee. Or, or a, a hornet or a wasp or any of that. And I got some folk in my family, I won't call any names, uh, but I got some folk in my family that are definitely, definitely afraid of bees and hornets and, you know. And my take on it is if one is in the house or if one is coming to me, I'm going to get it before it gets me. That's my take on it. Uh, I figure I can, if, if I, I can move, for, you know, unless it sneak up on me, I'm going to get it before it gets me. That's been my, you know, my, my, my thoughts, my beliefs. And uh, when one show up, I don't immediately go into a panic and a fear. I can be driving my automobile, driving my truck. I've had uh, wasps and hornets come through the window. And, uh, you know, it's no need to turn your stuff up. Oh, you know. Uh, I just drive and I look at it and roll the window down and try to get it to go out and if it persists, I'll pull over and I'll deal with it. I figure I'm bigger than it, I'm, I'm bigger than it is. And that's been my attitude. And, 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 and sometimes when you have attitudes like that, we have a tendency to look at people that have fears and have been stung. See, I, I've never been stung like that. So, uh, their fear might be warranted. I don't know. I haven't experienced that. And, 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 but we've got to be careful that we don't get the superior attitude. And, and the reason I went into all of that to say, uh, and, 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 and for a time, I used, to, I used to back up that attitude and say, well, see, I'm a kingdom man. And, and those walls and bees, uh, they, 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 they know when they come around me, I'm a kingdom man. And, and, and you know, and I was wrong. Y'all hear me? I was wrong. <laughs> it ain't about kingdom. Amen. You know, sometimes things you do just go. And, and the reason I know it's not about kingdom is because, you know what? I don't have any authority over mosquitoes. I got mosquito bites on me right now for being out after dark. So, you know, if you understand what I'm saying, if, if, if it was kingdom and I had authority over uh, uh if I had authority over wasps and bees, how come I don't have kingdom authority over mosquitoes? Yeah, y'all understand what I'm saying? The kingdom authority we have is not over wild animals and, 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 and lions and tigers and bears. The kingdom authority we have now is limited. It is spiritual authority over the world system, the, the flesh, and the devil. Demonic, uh, uh, demonic forces. Yeah. That's the limited authority that we operate in now. And 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 I, I can't just you know stand here and say Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce, <laughs> and go out there and there's a Rolls Royce there. Now 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 let me also say this. Uh, even though we have limited spiritual authority over the world, the flesh, and the devil. God can do anything. God can do anything. And God can override a situation. 
And God can speak a word. And it's not name it and claim it. Amen. It is when God speaks a, a sovereign or authoritative word and in the spirit we hear what God says and say what God says and it'll happen. Miracles can happen. Amen. Uh, cancers can be cured. Uh, diseases and healing and there are the gifts of healing. There, there, there are gifts that you can operate in but what I'm talking about is when it comes to kingdom authority our kingdom authority is in the area of the world system, the flesh, and the devil and his hosts. Those are the areas that we have spiritual authority. I took a little time there, but I want you to get that. If you got it, tell me. Pastor, I got that. Hallelujah. So, God has not given us spiritual authority uh, over things in the material world or the natural world like microbes, mosquitoes, mildew, mudslides. These are part of this natural world and the curse that comes with it. See, not only was man cursed in the fall, but this world came under a curse in the fall. And, 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 you know, again, you know, somebody said, well, but I heard uh, somebody that, 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 that it was a storm coming in or a tornado, and they spoke to the storm. Uh, it won't do you much good to speak to the storm unless God backs you up. And there have been times when storms have come, and we sought the face of God, and, and in faith spoke, uh, and but but we but, but never confuse and think that it is your word that turned the storm. Amen. Your word didn't turn the storm. God yeah. word turned the storm. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, all right, then, then then what are we dealing with here? What what what's what's what, what's going on? Well, you see. I, what I want you to understand is there is a not yet. Say that with me. Not yet. Remember I said we operate with a limited spiritual authority now. And and, and, and there are still, we didn't get it, we, we didn't get everything back that Adam and Eve were able to operate in. And so we are living in a season of not yet. Not yet. Though our spiritual authority is limited, now, one day it will be fully restored. And how do I know it's going to be fully restored? One day our bodies are going to be redeemed. Yes. And once we have those redeemed bodies, those resurrected, uh, uh, just like when Jesus rose from the grave, amen, he had... A, a, a resurrected body, a redeemed body. Uh, uh, we're going to have a redeemed body. And when we get that redeemed body, we're going to have authority over the material universe. We'll have authority over the, the disease and, and disaster and death. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hebrews 2. Not yet. Say that with me again. Not yet. Not yet. Hebrews 2, 6 through 8. The, he the writer of Hebrews said, But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you take care of him. You have made him a little more than the angels and have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hand and have put all things in subjection to him. Not yet. And, and if you go down in Hebrews uh, there in the 8th verse it says you have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all things in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. And I underlined it there. Do you see the not yet? In, in, in other words... The full restoration is coming. Yeah. The full authority is coming. Yeah. But in this juncture in time, we don't have the full authority and the full restoration because our bodies have not been redeemed. Yeah. You know, I, I, I used to think, uh, uh, you know, when they talk about getting saved and getting filled with the Holy Ghost, I, and, and, and uh, when they would talk about that, and, and, and I made up my mind, I wanted to be saved. I wanted to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and I can remember when I got saved, you, you know, I kind of, they, they, they glorified it and, and, and just made it sound like it was so good. And it is. Yeah. But the way they talked about being saved, it almost, the, the, the way they talked about it when I was growing up, I don't know what your experience is. When I was coming up, they talked about being saved to the point to where I thought when you got saved, that you could not do wrong again. <laughs> that it was just thank you Jesus, hallelujah, holy, that, 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 that you was on another level so far above uh, the stuff that you used to have to deal with. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, maybe I, I, I don't know if I projected or whatever. Any, anybody else think that? I just thought when you got filled with the Holy Ghost, that was it. And, and no temptation. And, 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 and what it was, I was naive because I wasn't reading the scripture. And what I found out is that, you see, man is made of body, soul, and spirit. And so when you get saved you, you, uh, and born again, what's born again is your spirit is born again. Your soul is in a process of sanctification. Your body has not been redeemed yet. And if you used to know how to hold a joint before you got saved, your fingers ain't forgot how to hold a joint. If you knew how to curse before you got saved, now you got, you, you, you got some keeping power, uh, if you'll, you'll use it and operate in it, but if you knew how to curse before you got saved, 
after you get saved and you get weak and, 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 and don't pray and do the stuff, you, you still know how to curse. You know how to chase women or chase men before you got saved. And, and uh, you ain't forgot. Your body is not redeemed. If you got it, say, Pastor, I got that. And, 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 and by experience, some of you know that. Now, being saved is, 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 is a sweet life. It's a sweet life. But our bodies are not redeemed. And, and Paul said it like this. I keep my body, what? Under subjection. In, in other words, I keep, I keep a rein on it. I, 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 I keep authority over it. Lest I preach to others and I myself be a castaway. Your body's not redeemed. And I believe that's one of the reasons why God has not given us the full measure of, of, of authority that he gave Adam. Because if he gave it to us with, with, with our unredeemed bodies, we'd hurt somebody. Like the disciples when they came to this particular town. And they didn't want to receive Jesus. And the disciples said, you want us to call fire down like Elijah did? And Jesus had to stop and say, no, sons, you, 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 you don't understand what spirit we are. Some of us, we would burn some stuff up. Not yet. Say that with me. Not yet. So, so he has not yet put all things uh, under our feet. We don't have total spiritual authority over the physical world. And, 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 and the reason I want to point that out is because with some of the stuff that we've heard preached on televisions and so forth and so on, uh, it fills up the house and it fills up the offering buckets and so forth and so on. But what many people, uh, because they hear what the, the so-called preacher is saying, and then when they try to operate in it in their personal life, they end up getting disappointed. When it don't work for them, like he said it worked for him. You all with me? Won't be before you very much longer. So there's a not yet. And though our authority is limited now, one day it will be fully restored. One day our bodies will be redeemed and we'll have authority over the material world, of, uh, material universe of disease, disaster, and death. So, the kingdom authority that we live, that we have in this age, is spiritual authority. You know, we're not pawns in the cosmic game of chess. We have God's spirit living within us. Hallelujah. Bible says, amen, that 2 Peter 1 and 3, as his divine power. What is divine power? What does the word divine mean? Huh? What does the word divine mean? It means God. So his, capital H, his divine power, God's divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. 
So in other words, even though we're not operating in full power, because God knows that he can't trust us with it yet, and God is not saying never, but God is saying not yet. God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. In other words, God is saying, I've given you what you need to be effective in this world, in the age that you're living in. I've given you spiritual authority. And, and, and you know what? Don't, let, let, let's not let the devil deceive us. Let, let, let's not uh, uh, have him uh, have us uh, him have us think that we don't have what we need to be successful in life. God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to glory and virtue. You all got that. And I got good news for you. I'm almost done. But there are better days coming. Y'all hear me? Amen. You hear me, Bethel? Better days are coming. Amen. There's a a reason I'm taking the time I'm I'm, I'm taking, amen, to talk about spiritual authority. is because I I, want to form a posse. Using a Western analogy, but I want to form a posse. Amen. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm looking for some folk to deputize, yes. to work along with me, so that we can exercise and operate in spiritual authority, and we can turn some things around. Hallelujah. Better days. Better days. Amen. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't be preaching like I'm preaching. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't. Amen. Know that there were better days ahead. Better days. Better days. Hallelujah. Better days are coming. Amen. God. Now. Now. And, and, and let me let me give you a glimpse what, what, uh, of, of what's going on when I talk about better days. You see, God said to Adam and Eve that they would die the very day that they sinned. Yet strangely enough, the records show us in the scripture that they lived for hundreds of years and had sons and daughters. And some people might say, well, God said, you know, when they ate the fruit, they were going to die. But they lived over some 900 years. Is that a contradiction? No, it's not. You see, you remember man's body was made, uh, uh, remember that man is a body uh, that has a soul and a spirit. Amen. And or a spirit that has a body and a soul. Uh, so, so let's look at when the scripture talks about death and, and, and how actually Adam died. And it's going to give us a key, amen, to the better days that are ahead. So when, when, when Adam disobeyed God and took the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and, and, and ate it, immediately he died in his spirit. Say that with me, immediately. Immediately. He died in his spirit. See, the Lord, the the life of God that was in his spirit moved out of Adam. And now he was dead in trespasses and sin. And what we need to understand about death, death is not primarily separation of the soul from the body. But, But what true death is, is 
the separation of the spirit from God. Immediately he died in the spirit. And then after immediately dying in the spirit, he died progressively in his soul. The soul is the seat of emotions and 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 uh, will and 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 uh, it's the emotional center of a man or a woman. And, and and so now Adam's mind, Eve's mind, had become a garden of weeds. And among the first things that he uttered after the transgression was, "I was afraid." Shame and fear and negativity, amen, filled his mind. And God, to him, now was somebody to hide from. Where before, amen, he was somebody to fellowship with. And eventually God had to go looking for him instead of him going looking for God. Progressively, he died. Do you understand the word progressively? In other words, little by little, his soul was darkened. Hallelujah. So, so uh, first he died immediately in the spirit, then he died progressively in his soul, and then thirdly, he died ultimately in his body. He died ultimately in his body. Adam's body, with the seeds of death, was able to live or able to exist for some 930 years. But there was a sense in which he was already dead. There's an analogy that I heard that really helped bring that picture home to me. Uh, and uh, it's the analogy. Adam was very much like a Christmas tree that had been cut from its roots. Uh, out of the ground, brought into the house and decorated. And in some ways, it may look better in the house than it did in the field. But what happened to that Christmas tree when it was cut from the source of life? Well, if you just wait until after New Year's, you'll see. You ever, you ever thought about, now, uh, how many, let, let me take a poll, how many, uh, when, when Christmas time come around, how many put up artificial trees? Would you raise your hand? Okay. Probably the majority now. All right, put your hands down. Uh, how many get what they call live trees? And so I see a few hands where they, they get live trees that are cut. Okay. Now, it's called a live tree. But you all know once they cut it, it's, a, it's not really a live tree. It's a dying tree. It's a dying tree. And you can decorate it as pretty as you want to and, and, and set it up. And, 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 and like I said earlier, it probably looked better in your living room than it looked in the garden with all of the decorations and stuff you put on it. But it's not a live tree. It's a dying tree. And if you leave it up longer than New Year's or whatever, it'll let you know it's dying because stuff will start falling off of it. Though. You understand? That's an analogy of men and women. Even when Adam sinned, even though he lived over 900 years, he wasn't living, he was dying. It just took a long time for the uh, termination of it to happen. Okay, I told you good news, right? Amen. I said there are better days ahead. And uh, 
So, uh, what points us to better days is that when we look at the process that Adam went through, what God is doing in our lives today is the exact reverse. Can you say it? He's turning it around. God is doing the exact reverse of what happened to Adam. And, 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 and how do I know it? Well, whereas man died immediately in his spirit, when we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we were instantly justified in the spirit. Y'all get that? Amen. Amen. When you were born again, amen, instantaneously, your spirit man came alive and you were justified in the spirit. God's reversing it. He's reversing it. Next, oh, and, and, and uh, uh, how do I know it? How do I know it? Well, First uh, Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians six and eleven. First Corinthians six and eleven says, "And such were some of you. Such were some of you." It's talking about the evil. Such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. Uh, uh, Romans uh, 3 and 24. Being justified freely by His grace. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Uh, uh, Romans uh, 4, 5 and 8. But to him who uh, does not work but believes on him. Who justifies the ungodly. His faith is accounted for righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, so Adam died immediately in the spirit. When we're born again, we're justified immediately in the spirit. Amen. And then the next thing that happened, amen, or that is happening progressively, what God is doing. Next, remember, whereas Adam died progressively in his soul. You and I, if we'll cooperate with what the Spirit is doing, you and I are being progressively sanctified in our soul. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank God for sanctification. You know, uh, our church used to have, you know, the Holiness Church uh, had the reputation, or the, 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 the name was called the Sanctified Church. Anybody remember that? You don't hardly hear that very much. Anymore. Amen. It's not called, amen, the sanctified church. But I'm here to tell you, uh, that's not a name that was uh, 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 exclusively uh, the property of the holiness church. If you're in the family of God, amen, and if you cooperate with the spirit of God as a believer, amen, progressively, you need to be, your soul is being sanctified. You, you, you need to be doing better today than you were doing last year. And if you're not, something is wrong. You're retarded. Oh, I know that don't sound good. <laughs> but, but, but we need to come to the reality. Either we're progressing or we're not. And as a believer, and, and, and don't get me wrong, God is not lax in what he wants to do, but it's up to us to cooperate with the process. So just like Adam died progressively, his soul got darker, amen, progressively as we, as we are believers, we should be getting better. Yes. 
We should be getting better, not worse. Y'all with me? I say, I told you, hey man, we got some better days ahead. Better days ahead. Amen. Uh, uh, Philippians 2. Philippians 2 and 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. This is an interesting, interesting passage of scripture. I hope you're writing this down. Uh, Philippians 2.12. Uh, Paul is in prison. He's writing to the church out of prison. He's saying, my beloved, as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now more in my absence. Work out your own salvation yes. with fear and trembling. This is one of the few passages in the scripture where he talks about the connection of work and salvation. Yeah. You see, we don't have a salvation of works. In other words, to be born again, there's no work you've got to do to be born again. You've got to believe in the finished work of Jesus. Yeah. Got to work to be saved. Jesus did the work so that we could be saved. So what is he talking about here? Work out your salvation. What he's talking about is our sanctification. It is a progressive work. And you've got to cooperate with the work. And you've got, and, and it's something you've got to do in order to get better in your soul. Your mind. Your will. Your emotions. And you got to do more than just show up on church on Sunday. You know what? One way or another, we're feeding our souls. One way or another. By the entertainment that we choose. Uh, by the stuff we participate in. I only get a limited amount of time to, to, to go over the word with you. But uh, just think about what makes up your week. And what are you involved in? What's your entertainment? What are some of the shows that you watch? It's feeding your soul. Who are some of the folks you hang around with? Either you are drawing them or they are drawing you. What are you feeding your soul? And, 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 and the, the, the barometer or the indicator that we'll find out is that, have you noticed, uh, if you watch a show that's real violent, and I mean, they just killing folk and just uh, make me think about, uh, what's the show, uh, the movie where Keanu Reeves, uh, John Keanu, Wick, John, yeah, John Wick, that's, that, that, those are some very, very violent films, and uh, they killed his dog, and stole his car. You don't kill a man's dog, and steal his car, and if you've seen the movie John Wick, you know he made him pay. But you know what, you sit there and meditate on that. And, 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 and meditate on that and, meditate, and you know it's a movie and 
have in this entertainment, but it's feeding your soul. And then what do you think is going to happen? You go out there and you see somebody kick your dog. <laughs> or take your car. Where, where do we get those thoughts from? Where do we get those ideas from? It's because of what we've been feeding our soul. And, and I just use, I, I use that one as an example. I, I, I could use other, uh, uh, you know, dramas and, you know, uh, you know, some of the stuff that, that, that y'all like to watch. Just like some of the stuff that I like to watch. Some of the things that we use to monopolize our time, we're feeding our souls. And then we wonder, when, when we want to get serious and then it's time to pray or something happen, amen, we got we, we, we to struggle and say, oh, I need you now. You, you know, instead of, instead of uh, walking in the spirit, the Bible said if we walk in the spirit, we'll not fulfill the, flesh, the, 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 the lust of the flesh. There's no condemnation to those who walk in the spirit. But, but, but how much time and attention do we give to the program that God has progressively to help sanctify us. Let me finish that scripture there. Uh, so it says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now more in my absence, work out, work out. Say that with me. Work out. Work out. You can look at some of us in the physical and tell we need to work out. Notice I say we. We, look at your neighbor, he said, we need to work out. Not only do we need to work out in the physical, in the spiritual, we need to work out. Now, it doesn't show as much, I, I, I don't have, a, I don't have a, 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 you know, magic glasses where I can look at you in the spirit in the spiritual realm, and know how much workout you need. But I can listen to what you say. I can, I can observe the attitudes you have and how you treat each other and know you desperately, we desperately need to work out. Yeah. Work out your soul salvation yeah. with fear and trembling. Why? Because, you see, this is a part that we have a responsibility to do. And if we don't have a proper fear of God, we're going to be uh, captivated by what the world's got going on that we should have authority over anyway. Remember I told you, our spiritual authority is over the world, the flesh, and the devil. But you know what? Some of us are captivated by the very world that we ought to be exercising authority over. Verse 13, it says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Hallelujah. I told you good news is coming. So, so, so uh, just as Adam progressively died in his soul, amen, you, are, you and I, if we're, if we're cooperating with the process, we, are, we should be progressively being sanctified in our soul. We ought to be getting better. We ought to be getting better. And, 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 and Bethel, uh, we, 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 
we're going to do better. We got to get better. Amen. Because that's the only way we're going to see change come. Let me know if you guys say, Pastor, I got it. You can move on. Okay, you got it, but are you going to do it? I move, but we got to, it's not enough just to hear it. We got to do it. Third one, third one. Uh, uh, joyfully, this process culminates. I don't know if I moved up to the third one. Yeah, joyfully, this process uh, culminates when we are ultimately, when we ultimately receive our glorified bodies. And this is called uh, the redemption of the body. You see, when Jesus comes back, those that are in the grave, uh, those bodies that are in the grave, because the Bible said to be absent from the Lord, is to, uh, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You can spend a lot of time in cemeteries if, if, if you want to. I only go when I need to go. Cemetery is not the place I like to hang out. Even though my mother and my dad, bodies, currently reside in the cemetery. They're bodies. Uh, I don't go to the cemetery necessarily. You know, I want to make sure the grave is kept up and, and, and some other things like that. But I don't hang out in the cemetery. And, and those that like to do that in honor, I'm not, I'm not talking against it. But see, I understand to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord for a believer. And so I don't go to the cemetery looking for my mom. My mom's not in the cemetery. Her body's there. But when Jesus comes back, the bodies that are in the grave are going to come out. And, 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 and those that are believers, their bodies are going to be changed yes. to a glorified body. Yes. And they're going to be reunited, reunited with their bodies, glorified bodies. And the Bible says we who are alive and remain are going to be changed too. And we're going to be called to meet him in the air. We'll, we'll have glorified bodies. Yeah. And, 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 and the process will be complete. And with a glorified body, we're going to have that unlimited authority that Adam originally had and gave up. It's called the redemption of the body. Amen. You, you, you see it talked about in, in, in Romans uh, 8 and 22. And 23. It says that for we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains together until now. Not only that, but we also have the first fruit of the Spirit. In other words, those of us that have the first fruit of the Spirit, who are filled with the Spirit of God, we ourselves groan within ourselves. Eagerly waiting for the adoption. Do you know what, when you say waiting for the adoption, uh, uh, back in the uh, uh, Bible world, if a, if a man fathered a child by a slave, and a lot of that went on, uh, where the householder would father a child by one of his slaves, when that child even though he was the father, that child had no rights to property unless he was legally adopted 
in a ceremony by the Father. He, he, he wouldn't have any legal rights to the property, any property, unless he was legally adopted by the Father. And so what Romans 8 and uh, 23 is saying, it says, not only that, but we also who have the first fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost was given to us as a down payment yes, yes. for better things to come. Y'all yes. hear me? And those of you that go around and say, well, uh, you know, I don't know if I, 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 I don't know if I want to, you know, go that far and, and ask God to fill me with His Spirit. You don't want your down payment? You don't want your down payment? I'll take it. I'll take all I can get. You don't want yours? I'll take it. Amen. Anybody that don't want their German chocolate cake sliced, when they cut it up and slice it, if you don't want it, I'll take it. I won't mind. So, so the Holy Spirit is the down payment. Amen. The first fruits, it said, even ourselves, we groan. Even though we're filled with the Spirit of God, we still groan because we know there's more to it than this. I'm almost done, y'all. I'm almost done. Don't, 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 don't lose me. Almost done. We know that there's more to it than this. And there are times when the weariness of this world makes us grow. If I got any fathers in the house that say, yeah, there are some times that what's going on in my life makes me grow. I don't like. The, I don't want the kids to see it. I, Amen. Don't want the wife to see it. But there's some times when, Amen. Now I ain't gonna tell you I cry, but I grow. Right. You know, my eyes, you know, get wet and, and, and what have. I ain't crying. I'm, I'm just washing my eyes. We grow within ourselves, earnestly waiting for the adoption and the redemption of our bodies. Hallelujah. Y'all see what I'm talking about? If you got it, say, Pastor, I got it. Did you get something from the word today? Did, did, did it help to understand that uh, when, the Bible didn't promise that we got authority over mosquitoes? So, so the word of faith preacher is not going to make me feel bad, amen, when, when all, you, 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 all you need is faith. You, you, you shouldn't get bit by mosquitoes and you don't have enough faith. Look, not yet. Not yet, but it's coming. Now, I'm, I'm going to put something on. <laughs> and, and there's some things that I'm going to do. But what I understand is not only is there still a curse operating and our bodies have not been redeemed, but creation yeah. is grown. Yeah. This world is grown. Yeah. This world is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. And so, I might have limited authority. You might have limited, but we're not going to, let's stop acting like we ain't got no authority. Let's use what we got. And you know what, sometimes I think that when we use what we got, we make the heart of the Father glad. And there are some times when we'll step out further than we need to step out. And, and, and we'll be stepped out on something that God will say, oh, 
Let, 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 let me help you. Let, let me back them up. And, 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 and God backs us up in some areas, but it's not for us to get the big head and think that we can do whatever we want to do and, and so but 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 it, it, it when we act like our father it, it makes the heart of God feel good. Hallelujah. So we need we, 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 we have you got a better understanding then of the limitations and the privileges of kingdom authority. And when we get together the next time, amen, we're gonna talk about some of the truths that flow from the limits, our, our limits and privileges of kingdom authority. Amen. We're going to talk about some of that next time, next week. Is that all right? Did, did you get anything from the word today? Would you stand on your feet, please?